Hey guys, welcome to the High School Backups Podcast. Uh, my name's Nick, and I'll be welcoming you into what this fun, hopefully long adventure will be for us here. Um, you know, we're a bunch of friends from college turned into nerds and, you know, young adults, if that's what you'll call us. I don't think we're adults yet. Um, we're here to talk about sports, probably say some dumb things along the way, and hopefully have uh, an entertaining product for everyone to watch, and uh, hopefully we enjoy for a long time. Uh, to start off with an introduction of myself, my name is Nick. Um, Nicholas, for those who are mad at me, uh, I am a big fan of all sports. I'm a big competitive guy, you know, esports included. Um, and I love football, is probably the main one, but really, just anything that gets the, the gymies running, you know, played frisbee in college, that was a good time. A little bit of high school football before I, you know, hit my growth spurt, so I was kicked off, but that. Uh, but here we are. What's up, everyone? My name is Andrew. Um, I I really love sports in general, just all around. Football, soccer. Played soccer in high school, ran track as well. Um, and then in college, I just started playing ultimate frisbee. And from there, I met all these guys. What's up, uh, Internet World? My name is Austin. I grew up in Connecticut, so this made me... Uh, in the tricky spot of being between Boston and New York. So I actually grew up a New York fan and then the rest of them were Boston. Um, so a lot of the guys on here are with me on most of the sports, but then also a lot of them are against me and our friend Kyle, who you will meet in a few seconds. Um, I was a two sport athlete in uh, high school. I ran track and uh, played soccer. And then I also ran track at Plymouth State College in uh, New Hampshire. So now I'm just living like most of us and enjoying anything competitive, honestly. Esports to regular sports to betting on which stick's going to make it down the river the fastest. I don't care if it's competitive, but I'm going to try to win. Hey everyone, my name is Jake. Uh, obviously, I'm a big football and boxing guy. I've uh, been a Patriots fan since I was born, probably before I was born. And I played high school football, played a little lacrosse, and you're gonna hear me predict the Patriots are gonna win the Super Bowl consistently. Amen. <laughs> All right, my name is Justin. I played soccer in middle school and high school, so about 15 years, because actually before that as well. Um, I played frisbee with everyone in college. Nick going on eSports, I play Rocket League now, but not that official, so another just sport to add to the list. I am a fan of football as well. Hey all, uh, my name's Kyle. I'm a huge sports fan like everyone else here. Um, the big one that I focus on is hockey. I can talk hockey 24 seven. Uh, doesn't matter what kind, doesn't matter if it's NHL or even college, I'll talk it all day long. Um, I also was on the ultimate Frisbee team uh, in college, I was terrible, but I don't care. I love doing sports uh, no matter what, so I'm looking forward to uh, doing this. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, well, my name's Steve. Uh, so I didn't really play sports at all, like in, in high school, but I was on a swimming team for two weeks when I was in elementary school. But now I love, I've always been a Patriots fan. Grew up, it's, I learned my first curse words from my grandmother cursing at the TV. Uh, I love watching any sport, 
martial arts is a lot of fun and uh professional dungeons and dragons that's a good sport too yes uh, as you guys will learn steve is the jokester of many jokesters the beaver of many beavers so uh we will definitely uh get to know everyone along this journey um we're very excited to kind of do as we talked about this for three years we did a little fake one in the library at college one time still have the recording um it's very interesting to listen back to but um we're gonna have a good time so let's get right into it uh first topic of today um as most of us actually all of us are kind of football first or football at least first or second um we want to talk about the super bowl a little bit so um what are general thoughts around that um you know what do you guys think did it go well uh, a little bit about joe burrow maybe uh, uh what do we think uh, jake go ahead so I'm happy for Matt Stafford, man. I mean, he spent over a decade in Detroit kind of suffering down there. Couldn't Barely could get to the playoffs. When he did, he couldn't get a win. Um, the Bengals need to get Joe Burrow an offensive line. That's really the takeaway from that. Uh, the Rams built a super team, essentially. They have guys like Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, <clears throat> Odell Beckham Jr., Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford. And they came away with a three-point win. I don't think there's that many superstars over in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase come to mind. Joe Mixon comes to mind, but nobody on the defense. That's incredible. I mean, the old saying of any given Sunday really showed up. That's a good point, and uh, it's one of those things where, like, personally, like, I was just a huge Joe. I, I don't even care about LSU or any of that, but Joe Burrow's story, like, being injured, like, if Alex Smith could have won a Super Bowl, I would have rooted for him, too. Like, it was the same exact story, you know, someone who got a gruesome injury, although Alex Smith was worse, came back and brought a team who was four, what, four, six, and ten or something stupid, or four, six, worst, and eight, or something worst stupid. Record in the I don't know. Yeah, worst record in like four and twelve last year. Yeah. And they came all the way back and um, just absolutely killed it this year. Went ten and six, made all the way to the Super Bowl. We're within one drive of five of not sucking at the end to actually win something, but... Um, it, it was a great time, and, and I agree, Matthew Stafford's great. I'm happy for him. Uh, it's about all I want to see of him, though. He got his championship. He can kind of move on and uh, not win again. Uh, it's time for, you know, Patriots and Mac Jones. Uh, that's just a that's the personal one thing. <laughs> non-biased, non-biased with Swift. I mean, I also say, like, with the Super Bowl, this, this is, like, the first one I feel like there were no enemies in the Super Bowl. Like, there was, I didn't really hate anybody because, like, last year, people who hated Tom Brady, yeah, they were, you know, they wanted him to lose or they hated, like, me. I hate the Chiefs. I hate, I don't hate Patrick Mahomes as a person. I just don't like the Chiefs. And, but this is the first Super Bowl. It's like, you know, anyone could win. But I, I'm fully convinced that the Bengals lost that game at the halftime show because you cannot have a celebration of Los Angeles like that without, you know, winning the Super Bowl. So I'm pretty sure, I don't know. I feel like after that Super Bowl, like after that halftime show, I was like, oh, the Rams are going to win this for sure. Also, you know, that offensive line is terrible. I don't know. It's great that they made the Super Bowl. I'm so happy for them. But, like, when you go up against, you know, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Michael Floyd, I think, like the like pro football focus ranked them the highest pass rush in the league. So if you're going up against them, it's like, yeah, you don't stand a chance. They had, like, three offensive linemen on Aaron Donald. But, and I love me Cooper Cup. Kyle, thanks for giving me Cooper Cup uh, and fantasy. I, I appreciate you that. that 
Fun fact, everybody. Kyle gave me Cooper Cup before the season started. It was great for me. I didn't win, but he was great for most of it. I still beat him. I managed to finish with Joe Burrow on my team, so that was a nice end to my season. You can thank me indirectly for giving him to Kyle and Kyle giving him to you. Yeah. So the end, it's Welcome for sucking at fantasy, guys. You're welcome. You will all be able to experience Kyle's pain as we go through next fantasy season. Oh, we're doing people. reviews. You're weekly not, not reviews. Not weekly transactional reviews. Weekly team setup reviews. We are roasting everyone. In not only will you experience me losing in fantasy, <laughs> you're going to experience me losing with all my sports teams because New York sports teams just suck in general. So mm -hmm. I'm not prepared. It's going to be... Fine, this. It's gonna be a rough year. It's gonna be a rough year. But... It's gonna be a hey, rough Kyle, decade. If, if only it was 2007 or 2011, then you'd be fine. But whoops, oh. that was like a half a century ago. You don't mention those decade? things around here, Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Your I, just, is a I started letting on fire. <laughs> any any thoughts, Justin, Andrew, on the Super Bowl? Um. Oh, go, Andrew. Oh. Um. For the most part, I enjoyed it. Um. Very entertaining, uh, very well played out by both teams in the first half. The Bengals really stopped Aaron Donald in the first half, but then it was just second half, just nowhere to be found, that offensive line. Um, also, just like referees not calling any plays and throwing any flags out there. There were some big-time calls that were missed. Um, fourth and one, Aaron Donald lining up offsides. Uh, pass interference calls that should have been called or some that shouldn't have been called. The face mask. Really, yeah, mm -hmm. there's just so many plays that were calls that should have been called out there. It's just They just let them play the game out. Pretty much what I was going to go over as well. Um, also going off like with the penalties, Kyle's always fun with like sharing NFL memes and it was cool like thinking what if the refs actually get penalized for not calling certain things? Yeah. I mean, maybe. just some terrible missed calls that really would have swayed <laughs> the rest of that game. Like, the biggest one is that face mask. Like, if that got called, do the Bengals even have a chance? Because yeah, like, that they really did. They had five so drives. Like... Five drives. They had a chance. Listen. Yeah. But how many of those drives resulted in the score? That PI call on Logan Wilson was awful. Mm-hmm. They, yep. Yeah, honestly, but I mean, in the end, uh, P. Ryan should have dove for the ball at least. I mean, come on, that landed like what two feet from him. Mm -hmm. Did he get like, a hand on that? I think he even no. got a hand on that. He no, didn't he didn't. No. no, he didn't even move for it. He was like, nope. uh, oh no, Super Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I'll never like, be back here. It's one yard, <laughs> dive and get the ball. It's a Super Bowl, like, put your is... body on the line. Oh my god, I mean. Let's, but I I give it more on uh, uh, Taylor, Zach Taylor. I mean, second half, going back from the, the end of the first, or the last drive of the first half for the Bengals, where they got three, right? They got a field goal. Mm -hmm. And uh, Donald sacks um, uh, Joe Burrow, right? So that made him get the, the field goal. Uh, that was the first of 22 consecutive dropbacks from that point to the end of the Super Bowl. He got sacked seven times, all of them. Seven gross. times in 22. Gross, Zach gross, Taylor. Gross. And he didn't run the ball, like, at all the entire time with that. He should have been mm -hmm. running the ball a couple times so that 
Aaron Donald has to, he can't pin his ears back, right? He can't just go after him. But now you are yeah. letting Donald and Von Miller and the rest of the D-line just say, well, all you're going to do is throw it, and we know you can't stop us, so we're just going to go for it. So they were just sending four, like, the entire time and still winning. Like, if they you run the ball the, a few don't times. Know how they don't run the ball there. You have one of the best running backs in the league in Joe Mixon right now, and you don't even attempt it? I just don't know what Zach Taylor was thinking. I really don't. Honestly, he pulled McVay. He did the same thing mm-hmm. McVay did against us in 2019, where McVay just didn't run the ball the entire second half. Yep. He found the same fair. trap. He found the same trap that, uh, if you don't remember, so the Buffalo Bills, they were, like, despite them being so crazy in the playoffs, like, they only were, like, what, 10 and 7, 11 and 6? So, and that was because they were into the same issue where they weren't throwing the ball to the point that uh, I remember Colin Coward talked about a lot of the games they played where, you know, it's almost like a disrespectful defensive pl- plan because, like, we're just going to run at you because we know you're only good, you're only going to do one thing. We know that. And we have so much confidence in the guys in the back that, you know, we can blitz. We can run at you with five, six guys, just do some man coverage. Or even, you know, just rush with four. I mean, they could just rush with three guys and you could still get pressure. So when you don't commit to the run, you don't get a little bit of space. And so, like, I saw them, like, play action pass on one of the plays. I'm like, there's no point. Like, they're not going to be fooled because you're not going to run the ball. So even though everyone loves the pass in this league, like, getting a running game is so much more important than, like, I think people honestly realize. Because when you just throw and throw and you can get pressure on the quarterback – like you're you're set for failure and well it cost them a Super Bowl. I mean we've seen it defense defense win championships, but so does having a good run game. Mm-hmm. Run game opens up everything else, and uh, that's the biggest <laughs> nice. uh, breakdown. I will uh, the coolest part about uh, one stat I saw before we move on was um, the last was it twelve or seventeen Super Bowls. Their running backs. There's only one running back that made more than two million dollars on the team. That is ridiculous. Like that, the average salary of a running back for a Super Bowl winning team was less than a million dollars. That's gross. More so, about the line than it is the running back, honestly. Uh, it's well, not exactly. taking away from like the biggest, the best running backs out there, but like we've seen them all go to different teams and just suck because they don't have a good enough line. Hey, mm-hmm. Legarrette Blunt won two in a row. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. And so had we'll, I mean, next 20 touchdowns or something in one uh, season? It was something gross. The dude's literally 317, 400 pounds of weight. Yeah, okay. The dude's literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, moving on to the next part, uh, we'll just we'll just go in order. Um, we'll just do score. Like, who are the two teams? Throw a score out there. Uh, the way too early Super Bowl predictions. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Bengals and uh, Eagles out there. Go Austin, yeah, go, go Austin. Austin I love pizza. Yeah, and I'm we... too lazy to cut it. So for any of those <laughs> yeah. that are annoyed with the fact that I don't cut my pizza, I'm just lazy. Yeah, we go for it. Uh, oh, I just Twitter. Austin should have canceled I'm for sorry. that. <laughs> Andrew, I'm sorry to be bursting out laughing during this. <laughs> um, okay, uh, wait, Andrew, want to repeat your score again? Because I totally got um, spaced up. 
Bengals 23, Eagles 20. Okay, bet. Nice. Let's okay. go. Um. All right, let's see. I mean, I think the Pats can make a good run at it. Not just saying that because I am a Pats fan. I think legitimately we have a good uh, base already there. I think Mac Jones is just going to progress, and they'll actually start opening up the offense for him. I mean, we're going to have to see how we do. Um, and if we can get some better receivers, we really need that, that number one for him. Maybe some extra speed. Um, it still pains me that we took Nikhil Harry over, like, Debo Samuel or DK Metcalf or so many others in that draft. But whatever. Um, I just think we have a good shot. So I think it'll be I think it'll be hard. I'm not sure. I think we could get to the AFC this year, AFC Championship. I honestly think that's where we're going to get to. I just don't think we're going to get to that to that Super Bowl this year. Um, so I'm going to go if the Bengals do a good job of getting him a good line. I think they could make a run back there, but I honestly think the Chiefs are going to come back reloaded, and I think Mahomes is going to really focus a lot more this year on uh, himself and his craft and make sure that he's leading the team again like he has been the last few years, not this year. So I think it's Chiefs, and honestly, if the Rams run it back, maybe the Rams again. So I'm going to say it's probably Rams-Chiefs. Uh, I got my friend Junie with me. Sorry, guys. Um all right, interesting stat. I'm pretty sure the only team to get back to a Super Bowl after losing it was the Patriots a few years ago, and that's in, like, the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Since the Bills, it's been, like, one team, and I think it was the Patriots. So the Bengals aren't going back to the Super Bowl. It isn't going to happen. They can make a run, but they're not going back to the Super Bowl. I've got Patriots 27, Rams 23. The Rams will run it back, but they're going to run into Bill Belichick again. for it, Justin. I was kind of on the same end with the Rams. Um, I feel like with the Patrick Mahomes thing, because he's not wanting his girlfriend to go to the game, I don't know if that's a whole thing like um, just a speculation or if it's actually going to work out. But I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. So a three years of the Rams would be interesting too. Uh, score specifically, I am not 100% on that though. Man, every ounce of me wants to say the Giants are going to the Super Bowl, but oh. I just know that's not yeah. true. So I, I know, I know that's not true. So you literally I, told me five and twelve was their record. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a hopeful fan, but realistically, I do think they were going to see a surprise team go to the Super Bowl. I don't think that team's going to be the one to win it, but I do think it's going to be Colts versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan leading whoever that quarterback is to a Super Bowl victory. I do think it's going to be a very close game, more defensive. I think it's going to be about 21-17, to that final with 49ers winning. All right, quickly, Kyle, who's the Colts quarterback then? I still think it's going to be Carson Wentz. I think they're going to ride with him for one more year. Um, Just because he has at least the ability to lead a team, he also has a star running back. As you said earlier, you need a running game to be able to go far in the playoffs. He has the number one running back in the league in Jonathan Taylor. So I think that Carson Wentz can at least manage a team, but I don't, like I said, I don't think they're going to be the ones to win it. I think the dark horse is the Titans, but... Yeah, I was going to say, you're saying the same same thing that, like, the Titans are basically, the Colts are basically like the Titans. They have a star running back. The difference is... Henry, I'm taking Henry. The difference yeah. is, though, I think the Colts have better wide receivers than the Titans do. Um, AJ Brown? Excuse me? 
Yeah. Julio okay. Jones. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. <laughs> no. A bit old and he's broken, but if he's healthy, yeah. Healthy. Yeah, Jacoby Hollister, uh, practice squad. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Steve, you go. I'm still thinking. Go. All right. Well, see, my pick is kind of determined of like how I think the off season's gonna go. Patriots get a number one wide receiver like Antonio Brown. I'm just kidding. Like, uh, <laughs> I think we should. I mean, if we could cough up money for Devontae Adams, I would be so happy. But I think, honestly, I think we should pick up, if we pick up, like, a number one wide receiver, I'm thinking a very tooth-and-nail clawing Patriots team is going to make it to the Super Bowl. And uh, I, I feel like 49ers, I think, are going to make a run for a quarterback. Take Jimmy G and a couple of draft picks. And honestly, go all in on like Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, and Aaron Rodgers goes to Super Bowl. He's gonna get overhyped as per usual, and then Belichick's gonna put him in his place. Something in Patriots 49ers Super Bowl, and I'm gonna say the Patriots are gonna win. I'm gonna say this team 21-17 Patriots. I know, I'm gonna think of my head and not my heart here. So we're gonna we're gonna be logical about this, so. My AFC Dallas team, Cowboys. No. Uh, <laughs> AFC team, 100% the Bills. I think Josh Allen finally gets over the Mahomes. Um, and so he can finally get over that. He lost to him, what, three years in a row? Uh, I think it's gross. I, I think he finally gets over the hump. I do think the Patriots lose the divisional round to the Bills. Uh, I think they don't get perfect at game again, but I do think they lose the divisional round to the Bills. Uh, so I think uh, Bills and the AFC, the NFC is so hard. I really wanted to pick the Bucks because Jimmy G's really the Bucks. Like that's gonna be decent. I just I can't see it. I can't see it. Um, I'm. It's really hurting my brain. I I think the 49ers pick is good, and I think that I think Trey Lance is gonna be awful to start the year, and then by the end of the year they're gonna be ten six like a Bengals team, and then just be super dynamic. So. I'm going to go Bills, 49ers, and the Bills are definitely going to win. I actually think it's going to be like a 31-17. Like, it's going to be a little bit of a distance, uh, simply because the Bills' defense stacks up to the 49ers' offense. But even with Trey Lance, Josh Allen is literally top three, top five. So that's not what Trey Lance is yet. But I think it's like a 31-17 Bills over the 49ers. That would be my guess. So um, I think... It's it's a really hard. Obviously, it's way too early. We don't know what's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to say something today. Decided not to. So we're just going to hate him a little bit more in uh, Patriots Nation. But, uh, just retire. Just retire. Already. He's not retiring. I guarantee on everything. Yeah, he's got two years. He's got two years. So sick of it. I honestly, <laughs> if he goes to Denver, which I don't think is going to happen, if he does go to Denver, it's I'm a hundred percent picking Denver, and I'm a hundred percent thinking the Packers go like four and. 13 or something stupid. Do you really like, think Denver will have a chance, though? Yes. No. really think they, so? They have no. disgusting receivers. Disgusting who? receivers with Aaron Rodgers. Don't who? tell me you know who Jerry Judy is, Cortland okay. Sutton, Tim Patrick. Do you not know who these people are, Tim Patrick? Well, so no, he goes, wherever he goes, he's going with Devontae. Like, Devontae's yes. going with him wherever he goes, so he's taking no, Devontae. Devontae's there. going to Vegas. No, no, no. no, 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 no he's not. not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Derek. Also, you forgot... You forgot someone you're rattling off receivers. Noah Fant? He's not a receiver as a tight end. I will say, Judy and Fant have proved themselves. 
but the rest of that wide receiving core has really not. You didn't watch Corlin Sutton or Tim Patrick. Yeah, and then Tim Patrick was a PPR Okay, anyways, we're moving on. Uh, we're going to pull up the rest of the agenda. <laughs> we're going to pull up the rest of the agenda for today here and uh, take a look at what else we'll be talking about. Um, next up, we got the MLB Locker. We're going to pull up the NBA semifinal list and look at that. Talk a little about the Olympics stuff that's been going on or lack thereof. And then uh, lastly, probably one of the most exciting things is that XFL integration to the NFL. So, and a quick um, word from our sponsor. Like there's no uh, yeah, but the Bud Light Seltzers and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, or, oh, well, that, actually, it's the hard soda. Let's all talk good. about it. How is the hard soda? Which one? Oh, okay. So, we're moving um, on. Bud Light, if you see this. Fair. Yeah, fair. Right, big facts. Big facts. Those hard sodas hit hard. So, they yeah, do. Yeah, those sodas are fire. Flavor. Those are dangerous. My favorite's though. orange. Not gonna lie. Oh, dead. Okay. No, that lemon lime one. Oh, that lemon lime one. So that hits different too. I really don't like the cola. I'm gonna be honest. I mix the cola and the orange. It's a good mixture. It's good. Yeah. Okay. You're weird. Yeah. We're yeah. skipping that. Uh, MLB lockout. So, um, most recently, uh, there hasn't been much news on it since the most recent information that came out with their most recent paper, which essentially meant that they were gonna cut thousands of jobs out of the leagues in order to compensate for these inflated salaries so um, that's garbage so uh, does anyone want to kind of take over talk a little about why it's a bad idea for them to cut thousands of jobs for no reason or uh, so whose salaries are they trying to compensate for uh, the MLB salaries star athletes yeah they're trying to take the little guys and give it to the big guys okay so first even the best AAA players get paid like $30,000 a year so Gross. I don't know who I don't know who they're helping in the MLB that's trying to make mil, like hundreds of millions of dollars pocket. by cutting three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Um, also, the fact that minor league players only make thirty thousand dollars is kind of nuts, considering they live like a college student and they're older than us, but they play a professional sport. And they yeah, travel. People pay to go to these games constantly. They pay for their own travel too, I think, but I'm not sure. They do. Yeah, yeah they have to pay for their own travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's awful. I just don't know where the where this lockout is going. Like I do, I genuinely think we're gonna have a whole summer without baseball. Like I just don't I think there's so. gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be any sort of agreement between the players and the owners. Uh, it's just gonna have no no agreed outcome, and which really stinks because you can't have a summer without baseball. It's just not gonna feel the same. No, I don't feel but, fine. It, but, that's where it seems like it's going. Like they just keep postponing spring training back there. Eventually, going to postpone the regular season, and who knows if they'll ever get started realistically. I can't wait I mean, to the Yankees lose all their players. Really, don't really remind. I mean, what are the like? What are the kind of jobs that are going to be cut? Is it like like stadium staff? Are we talking yeah. like facility everything. staff? That kind of stuff. Like everything. everything. Like the funding so, that the MLB does, the MLBPA does to be compensate for. Like you know, revenue is gonna be kind of. That, if I'm not mistaken, that, they're cutting umpire staff too, aren't they? There's a like slot. limiting it's, amount of umpires they're cutting, awful. which means robotic umpires, which just takes out the fun of the terrible calls that reps make every single day. So I'm not <laughs> looking forward to there being accurate balls and strikes. Like that's no fun. I want these outrageous strike calls that are really a ball to be called. Like I don't want an ump. I don't want a robot calling balls and strikes. I don't that's want a perfect. No fun. 
No, yeah, it's just not fun. Like, it would be the same thing as, like, in the NFL where they call every single right penalty or every single wrong penalty. Like, it just would take the fun out of the sport. That's what the, the referees are people, right? So them not calling fouls or not or calling fouls, like, you got to have that in the sport, right? Yeah. We all like it and when it goes for our team. When it doesn't go exactly. for us, we hate it. But that's part of the sport. Exactly. I think also, I, I don't know why they think the idea of cutting – I mean, this this sounds like a lot of, like, support staffs getting cut. So I really – it's hard to think other than just selfish profit or that bottom line or whatever that they're trying to maintain because, like, like stuff is going to hit the fan when you have all the support staff gone. I mean, it – you know, their jobs for a reason. Like, they're important. They have a purpose to them. And so you're going to be cutting all that, and it's either way they're going to lose because you know they're going to find out that there's less people to do work for them. I mean, it's it could fall apart from behind the scenes, and then they're also losing now because nobody wants you know there could be protests, no one's going to be watching or the lockdown, and they're going to lose even more money without baseball being played. It's just it's just a dumb decision all around that it just kind of goes to show like you know how little they care about anything other than just. No. Money, 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 money for a dying league. So I, I think we all we all agree that it's kind of BS, and hopefully I, they'll have to come up with something different because there's just no way even the public outcry can be too big. Nick, you still have right out of my mouth. I was going to say, if you want to make money, put a better product on the field. Yeah. They're going to have to, right? Like, uh, start <laughs> moving on. Uh, so We're gonna, uh, go that, the... there'll be a season this year. They'll be because this is. I don't think so. Okay, I don't so think first off, so. this is the ninth stoppage that's ever happened in the history of the league, and it's the fourth lock, fourth lockout, and mm-hmm. they've never missed a season because of it. The only thing yeah, that's happened was in ninety. Well, in ninety four, it happened in the middle of the season. It cost the postseason, but they've actually never missed starting a season because of a lockout. It's never happened. It's happening. I think this is the first. I, think this is the I first. don't think more, it is. More it, picky. They've been missed. The the players and the MLBPA and the. Owners have been meeting for the last consecutive a couple of days consecutively, talking over stuff. Um, so we'll see what happens. The whole reason it ended up happening, anyways, isn't just as much because of like some of the things we've talked about. It's because the collective bargaining agreement for 2016 ended. That's the whole reason. If like there was another year with it, it wouldn't have happened this year. So I think they're gonna figure out a way through it. I think they're gonna find something because in the end, if they don't play, the owners lose more money, anyways. So like, yeah, they'll have to give it up. They'll have to give at up some money. point they're going to give up because they have to make the money and the only way they can make the money is, with the TV deals is if they actually have product to put on the TV and the only way they can get ticket sales is if they have product to put on the field so either way the owners are going to give in at some point and it's going to come back to the field but I agree with you that and I wouldn't say it's dying because I really don't think it is I know tons of kids that are still into baseball people still love baseball it's the summer classic you know it's the all-star game all that stuff or yeah and like it's just don't like, get me started on how bad the all-star game is okay but like started. in the end like it's still the thing that like i look forward to the home and derby in the middle of summer like they still have captivated audiences because there isn't anything else going on in the summer unless you have like every four years you have the olympics or like the world cup so for the most part it's still in the perfect time for itself so i don't think it's dying but they do have to do a better job with like speeding up the game and making it more fun to watch like letting the players celebrate like I don't care, like, all the unwritten stupid rules of baseball that we grew up knowing, they need to let those go, and just stick to the actual written rules, and let the young players like Tatis and, um, you know, Judge, others like that, that are 
launch being that stars ball. in this game. Let them launch Eight, it and let them celebrate. Down. Let them Hit flip it. that bat. I want to see a bat flip. Oh. I want to see a point. And honestly, I like MLB when there are fights. I'm not going to lie. It's like hockey. I love it. Let it play. Just let the dudes do it. So anyways, but. Yeah. <laughs> and on that subject of money, I actually figured I'd bring this up a little something. The other ones will be a little quicker. Um, next after this year, next year the NFL salary cap goes up almost a hundred million dollars. So it's like eighty million dollars extra. Yes, on oh top of what it already God. is, eighty to a hundred million dollars. So teams like the Saints, who were down what sixty million under the, over the cap at the end of last year, something gross. Like they're all going to be saved, and even teams like the Patriots, who spent all their money, who have eight million in cap this year, are going to have a hundred roughly million dollars in cap. It's going to be gross. People are going to get paid. So, franchise tag, JC Jackson, get him to stay long term. <laughs> and other people, like, we, who else are you paying? JC Jackson? Who else? We signed Myers. Yeah, we signed him for what? Three years, 12 million? It's Jacoby Myers. He's not getting that much. Yeah, he's not getting no, that not. much. No, he's not. But it's like, not, not JC. JC Jackson gets 22. He should get 22, like, at least. Like, it's only going to be good for a couple years, though, because as soon as we get through, like, the contracts that people have now, all of a sudden it's just going to hit the cap again. Like, that's right fine. Away. We got to take advantage. Oh, no, I agree <laughs> with you. I'm just saying, like, it sucks that, like, we can take advantage right now, but in a few years it's just going to be like, oh, yeah. everybody's <laughs> just going to be getting bigger bags. But, those I mean, good pay, to them, I guess. Those TV deals. Um, okay. Uh, touching on the next subject, uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. I don't know if there has any gross uh, big opinions on it. So the NBA top... 75. So this list was released okay, yesterday or two days ago. Two, um, I think. I, I, have no I think it was, I think two, it was two, days two days ago. ago. Um, I'll be honest, there are certain names from nowadays that I don't think should be anywhere near this list. Maybe I'm slightly biased. I do, like think, uh, I do not think James Harden should be anywhere near this list. <sighs> Um, I, I I I don't think Anthony Davis should be anywhere near this list. I think I the list. Um, Has Anthony Davis even come close to finishing a regular season? Ever? Has he even I don't come think so. close, like ever? Like has he? Like I think I was looking this up. He only has like two seasons where it's over seventy games played. Yeah, I I don't I don't think so. I think that a, a fair name on here simply because of record wise is Russell. I really do think Russell, yeah. because of his triple-double, stuff like that, in a completely fair spot to be on this list. But god damn, dude, some of these names on here really piss me off. I'm fine with Kevin Durant. Like, the dude won what, two championships with his four years, and he's just nasty. But some of these other names, man, uh, I just... I mean, all right, if you're saying, like, Anthony Davis, right, who are you putting ahead of him? Like, who, I, who's going outside the top 75 and who's... Or he's going outside, but who are you putting inside the top 75? I, I'd want to see who's 76 to 100. I don't have the rest. Yeah. I would want to see who is in front of them, or behind them, rather, because there's got to be Clay people Thompson. that have more legacy, right? Clay Thompson will put on the top 75 list. There's I don't think Clay should be on this list. I think Clay should be on this list more than Anthony Davis. Like, but, like, that's okay. saying the same thing as, like, a lot of them, though. Like, there's a lot on this list that currently playing that shouldn't be. Like, the coup, Andrew. Like, who else would you remove from this list? Chris Paul. He's nah. Been, uh, well, Chris Paul is a legend. He's gonna break the assist record. He's nasty. Explain. Okay. Explain your reasoning. Explain your reasoning. Let me hear like yeah. why you think. 
he's just been tossed around in the league. He finally finds a team that he's able to sit around with, with the Suns. He played for the Clippers, played for, what, the Thunder? Finally settles down with the Suns. He's got Devin Booker. That team has been going off this season. Uh, looking like the hottest team right now in the West to make it to the conference finals. Um, I honest God believe that like he, he's not he's a key factor, but he's not the biggest key factor in that on that team. All right, I'm gonna respond. We're averaging of eight over eighteen points per game on average. I mean, I'm, when I'm gonna respond good. to this, boys. I'm gonna respond to this first. The Chris Paul thing. I got two points. Chris Paul has been incredible since he got into the league. He came in with the Charlotte Hornets back when they were the Charlotte Hornets, then they moved to New Orleans. Um, went over to the Clippers, went over to the Thunder, went over to the Rockets, and is now in Phoenix. Does anybody remember where Phoenix was before Chris Paul got there? Like, uh, in terms the of awfulness? Not good. Not, not even the Like, one of the worst the teams minute, of all time. The minute Chris Paul got into Phoenix, they were a playoff team and a playoff contender. So, don't... And an NBA finalist. And an NBA Finals appearance. Don't discredit Chris Paul. Which, if he doesn't get hurt, they probably win. Second, second, I saw the actual rankings for this. They had Kobe Bryant at 10. I think he was lower than that. No, it was Steph Curry that was lower. It was Steph Curry that was lower than that. And I was like, what are they doing? Like, I don't know. If you're starting an NBA greatness list, it starts with Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe. And you can go from there, but... How do you have Kobe mm-hmm. at 10? No, I think Kareem is a fair place. No, I think Kobe at 10 makes more sense when you bring up players, but it's not a disrespectful 10. It's like a 1, like, or like a 2C or 2D. Like, it's not like he's, like, really 10. He's I like, mean, they had Tim Duncan at 7 and Shaq at 11. I don't know, man. Shaq should, well, Shaq should be 7 and Tim Duncan should be 11. But that's a whole other I don't know. That's, uh... Uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know. I understand. Like, James Harding is run. There's a few newer players. I'm fine with some. Like, Steph Curry already has the three-point record. He's only been playing for, what, 10, 11 seasons? Maybe 12? Mm-hmm. Like, he still has another three, four-plus years. LeBron James playing until he gets to play with LeBron James Jr. Like, Bronny, that's dope. I'm super hyped. I'm excited. Uh, I don't care him. what team he goes to. I don't care who he plays with as long as he gets to be with his son. And that's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. I we, love seeing father-son combos playing on the same team. And that's just so much. That's so entertaining to watch. We should quickly debate the top ten. I can give you, I have the list right here. Okay, But first, before it. we do that. You said you guys were talking about Anthony Davis. Dame Lillard was seventy fifth, and um, Anthony Davis was seventy first. So, do you think Dame should be higher on that? Do you think he should be yes. analyst? He has one of the most best shots of all time, where he he literally sent home. Of, what was it? The Rockets or was it Thunder? Yeah. I don't remember. Too much. It was it was literally, he literally both. One of the craziest <laughs> shots of all time, dude. He turns around. He's like, "Oh, what's up? Like, what are you gonna do?" Like, yeah, but I mean, you can't do it off one shot, obviously. I mean, one all right, shot so can make your career, That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a great it's shot, fun. but you got to talk about his career. I'm not saying his career is bad. It's, it's a good career. And I think he should, I guess, be in the top 75. I mean, I'm, we're also biased a little bit because we never saw the guys from, like, the early days yeah. of the NBA. But I, I wouldn't... I don't think it's wrong for him to be 75th necessarily. Again, I don't know a lot of the guys, or I didn't see a lot of the guys play that are on this list, but... I don't think, I, I don't think Anthony Davis is in the wrong spot either, necessarily. 
I, I don't think Davis should be there. I don't think he's done enough in his career to qualify for this. I you said Davis? Yeah. He's got a championship. There's a lot of guys on here that don't have a championship. I'm not saying that. But was that he a key factor of that championship? by LeBron. Yeah, yes, it, without him bit, on that, he but... doesn't win that one. Oh, I it, agree, but it's still LeBron. Yeah. yeah, but like, look, LeBron, now I'd say it's more on Anthony Davis last year that they didn't keep going. They definitely, I think, should have gone back to the finals last year if Davis was like, he just needs to man up and play the five, but whatever. That's a whole nother topic. Um, but let's let's get to the, the top ten. How about that? So we yes. don't keep belaboring that yeah. one. Right, I'm so, curious, who's who's ranked higher, Larry Bird or Magic Johnson? Uh, Magic, Magic Johnson. Magic. I think Magic's like yeah. six. Magic, Magic is um, yeah. four. Magic and four, four is, Bird was Bird seven. seven. So was the Bird? top ten goes Kobe at ten, Oscar seven. Robinson at eight, or sorry, nine. Um, Tim Duncan at eight. Larry Bird seven, Bill Russell six, Wilt Chamberlain five, Magic four, Kareem three, and then it's LeBron two and Mike one. I love it. So, to be honest, that top five, other than that Tim Duncan, and Tim Duncan and Shaq should a hundred percent switch, but I honestly don't hate it. No, I you think really Shaq, Shaq is better than Tim Duncan. Shaq's yes, eleven I get outside that, Kobe. But, so. you think, um, but if you're moving Shaq into the top ten, that means you have to move Kobe up into the top ten, and I don't. Oh, no. he is in the top ten. He's number ten. Oh, yeah. No, no, I know, but I'm saying if you're moving Shaq oh. up, we're 100 percent biased. Up. But you know, rest. I, th- I think, yeah, I think uh, it's a pretty good. I mean, it's a it's a pretty good top ten. It's hard to to move guys around, but I I do think Kobe should probably be a little higher. Honestly, I think I think Robertson should be. Honestly, I think he could stay where he is, but I think Kobe should move up. I'm fine with Tim Duncan going ten. Like I don't, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I think Tim Duncan should be ahead of Shaq though. Um, as dominant as Shaq was, I just think Tim Duncan was physically not as dominant, but career-wise, everything. Career-wise, he started at the beginning, ended it. Like I guess you're right. Like, so it's hard to say. I mean, yes, he had pop, but I mean, Shaq had. Uh, uh, Phil Jackson. Thank you, thank you. Um, so I, they both had all all uh, Hall of Fame coaches. So mm-hmm. Bill Russell at six, I'm totally fine with. Like I don't think yeah. he can go in top five just because he played at a time that he should have been that good. for a decade and a half. Yeah, he really did. but a decade and a half when basketball wasn't basketball. basketball right, like was, come on, ball and hoop, no three football point, no ass. like yeah. They had to go in the paint. You couldn't do anything. So, like, he's just standing there blocking shots. And unfortunately for him, like, it's still a time with, like, you know, segregation and stuff. So there were, like, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to sound bad, like, saying, like, because there was a lot of white guys. Like, I'm not saying that's the reason. But, like, <laughs> but I'm saying, like. Yeah, we're getting into like, race in our first like, episode. I'm not, trying to, like, it, I'm not trying to make it that. But like you said, it was just a totally different type of basketball at that point. So. Yeah. Anyways, but he was phenomenal, and I think he would own today as well. But uh, so then you have Wilt at five. I think Wilt. It's hard. Wilt's That's one of my spot. all-time favorites. No, I think he's. A, I, I think, he's a, I good think you can move maybe with Je- Johnson. I think maybe Magic could be five. But other than that, I don't nah, think Magic's higher. the best. Magic is, in my opinion, the best point guard of all time, and I don't think it's so. Um, like so, I said, I'm still fine with it, but I think you could switch them. Yeah. Uh, so top three, guys. Top three. What do you think? 
any movement, or do you think it's perfect? No, 100 percent perfect. Good. I'm moving Kobe up to three and moving everybody else back one. Oh. If you're gonna God. talk, if you're gonna talk about the NBA, it's Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, everybody else. Give, I just okay. think Will's Kareem better. is also everyone. You can't, yeah. you can't kick out Kareem. Like Kareem, I think Kareem has to. Be, I honestly, I'm sorry. I love Mike, but I think Kareem should be number one until he gets passed. Like very soon. You mean the Spurs? Really? Uh, you still the all-time leading scorer, and he won. How many did he win? A lot. Uh, he had six MVPs. He had two Finals MVPs. He had six champ. Wait. Yeah, he had six titles. championships. No, it says what? he has six. Oh, it was six. Right. Time was six championships. So What's he has the same as Jordan. Four? Yeah, LeBron's at four. Mike's at six. Obviously, he went six for six, which is the. I'm sorry, but the biggest reason Mike still is where he is is because he went six for six, and because we grew up with the Michael Jordan like. Um. Aftermath. Uh, what's the right word? Like he. He globalized the, like, legendary the game of stat. Right, right. So he helped globalize. I know I won't take that away from him, but it's because of his shoes. Like if you don't have those shoes, if his shoes didn't become what they were, I don't think he's at the same level to be honest. Because like he won six championships and that was great. He was a. That's what I'm saying. His brand took him to a totally different level. That like. So are you? Are you saying that he's only number one because of his brand? That his stats have nothing to do with him? Being no, I'm not saying it's only because of that. But I'm saying, like, think about the way everybody like fantasizes Michael Jordan, especially like before LeBron became where he is now, right? Like now we're having that debate of like, should it be LeBron? Should it be Jane? I mean, should it be Michael? And then, but like when I was a younger kid and like watching Space Jam and stuff, like, all you could think about was Michael Jordan. You wanted the shoes, you wanted to be in Space Jam, you wanted to be, like, the commercial Be Like Mike, right? That's, he was across everything, on everything, serial. Like, LeBron's tried to be that, but honestly, in this generation, or at least for our generation, I should say, like, the new generation, if you go talk to young kids, they only talk about LeBron, because that's all they've watched. And right? Steph Curry. And Steph and Curry. And Steph, right. right. Yeah. Even Steph's making a run for yeah, um, LeBron, but, like, for I don't us, think the ones Steph who comes close to being top ten, though. No, no, I don't. I agree with you. Not, not yet. It depends on what happens. Not, but, not yet. even. No. But I think what I'm saying is like for us who grew up right at the end of Michael Jordan and were there in what, like you said, the aftermath to like watching LeBron literally grow up with us. Like, I'm saying I think a big portion of why so many analysts still see Mike as being number one like unanimously in a lot of ways is because of the fact that he had that brand that just immortalized him in everybody's minds before LeBron got here. I think if you put the two of them together and they both have the exact same careers they have now but in the same time frame together I think maybe it's different because they're competing at the same time so the immortalization of both of them would take away from the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah and, and I mean honestly let's just be honest there's only one true go tom brady so uh we can definitely <laughs> just move i mean tom tom brady kid uh so uh we'll, we'll move on from that that's an honestly an everlasting debate no matter yeah. what uh yeah. there's really no right or wrong to it either there's always generational bias. so in any sport uh, other than other than football because tom brady um so uh the uh so the olympics uh we don't talk about this a lot because nobody else did so um what the i like Oh man, what really tortured me, and I talked about this earlier with you guys, was as soon as I saw that a ski slope, the big air ski <laughs> slope, was in the middle of a nuclear field. 
that completely yeah. ruined it for me. What is that? Like, I don't know what. I think it was just obviously poor placement, right? But like, I was the thing that I was really shocked about is how nice the 2008 Summer Olympics was when they were in China, yeah. and that this was just like not on a, not even close to the same level. Like, I don't know what it's. It's really hard to make a Winter Olympics look good in China because China is not a winter country. They I, have think to I think they make... have the same climate as like the Northeast does. Nah, they're uh, super temperate. Roughly, right? They had to. They had to. All the snow that they had was man was man made. Right, but I mean, like we had it super... in, in like some parts of New York, you would have had to do the same thing. So. Right, but. Or yeah, Boston. Okay. I guess that's. Fair. Honestly, the only thing I have to say about the Olympics is that they had a record low TV rating, and I think it speaks. Yeah. Yes. Without going into I, it, I agree with you. I think it does. People have been uh, talking about like the food really this shocked. year as well. What was that, Justin? People have been talking about like the food this year and what they have and haven't oh, been yeah. like served. Yeah, athletes said they were terrible conditions. Terrible. Like they said, the housing was terrible. Food was terrible. They weren't treated right. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunate too because like. When you think about the Olympics, the purpose of it is a celebration of talent from all from all over the all over the world, and I think there's a lot of distraction. I think so. Part of it is the actual treatment of. I mean, there's a lot of social justice kind of going around, or mistreatment of people, or you know, underpaid athletes. You know, that's a huge issue, and okay. I think. You know, I think Olympic committee is kind of hoping, oh, we'll just push that to the side, just focus on the game. Like, the, like the, the 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 competition will be big enough that it'll ignore all the very clear flaws that we have. But I think also there's kind of a tension behind everything because we're so filled with our heads with <laughs> COVID, uh, a potential yeah. invasion of Ukraine that may have started today. You know, there's a lot of tension. It's I don't know. I think it's we're all too distracted with everything going on to really be invested in the olympics and it's like i could care less how the olympics the only time i really care about the olympics i was at a boy scout camp and we were talking about what do you, what what are you doing nick is that is that logo do they paint yeah i'm looking at on it the <laughs> hour painted the logo on the nuclear, on the, the silk. Oh my okay. god! <laughs> <laughs> on the like, whole stream, by the way. I'll show you. Awful. I don't want to oh, take geez. away from like the athletes because the athletes did an amazing job. Like, I do want to yeah. congratulate the the American women's hockey team. They have medals mm -hmm. in every single Olympic, uh, every single hockey tournament the Olympics have had since women's hockey was allowed in the Olympics in 1998. So the women's hockey team has done an amazing job, and they came in second this year. They should have won, but. We'll let Canada have this one, I guess. We'll get, it, we'll get them next. We'll get them next time. But, like, I feel bad that all the work these athletes do to be showcased, and this <laughs> is what they get. This is where they get to showcase. And I just feel bad for the athletes. They work their I mean, whole lives to be here, and that's the stuff they get to. Like, how many people, like, you pull up that picture again, Nick. How many people know what athlete is in that picture? I bet zero awesome. people can find out who that athlete is. All people are talking about is the background. Unless it's that like Usain so Bolt, Michael Michael Phelps, um, uh, Sean White, or is it gymnastics? Think... Uh, Simone, like, like that's literally it. 
I but, think that's another thing. Like the, the the Winter Olympics doesn't get enough marketing. The Summer Olympics, like every single uh, athlete that you just named from the sim- Summer Olympics, people yep. can't name. A, a no, Olympic Sean athlete White. Sean I White. said Sean White. Come on now. Who's I think this was his last one as well. This was yeah, his last one. Yeah. I would say most well, of like the ones I can no right say right now are all the ones I grew up watching. <laughs> like I can't. I don't know a lot of. I, again, I didn't. I literally didn't watch. No, I sorry. I think I watched five minutes of the Olympics this year with my dad right before the Super Bowl went on. Um, where it was curling, it was us versus China for curling. Which Ayo, curl, honestly, growing up, I did like curling. <laughs> like I think it's an interesting sport. But I think the bigger problem for the Olympics. Well, I know, like, we don't want to get into politics. I'm not going to go there, but like, it had this Olympics not taken over by politics, which is the sad truth of it. And mm-hmm. like we were all saying, the Olympics should be a showcase of not just the athletes, but like humanity itself. Like all of us yep. coming together, every single country, to participate in just the best competition from the friendliest know, competition too. Right, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be the friendliest, mm-hmm. and it should be about like showcasing that. And so I think my opinion it should be given to countries that are showcasing that themselves and not putting politics above people and there's a lot of countries that do that i mean every country does that don't get me wrong like i'm not gonna say it doesn't have every country but like there are definitely ones that do it better um so oh, la's gonna be dope in like 2028 or whatever be. they're gonna yeah. kill it i guarantee the live gonna... stream from la boys oh yeah, yeah let's go <laughs> let's yeah do i mean going back to like politics with the olympics i mean the big the biggest uh winter olympic moment that i can remember is the u.s upsetting russia um to what what was it to win gold was it yeah yeah but that that was literally because it wasn't because like oh it was a huge game or whatever like oh you know it's really competitive no it's because it was a cold war and we were two countries that at any point had death you know doomsday devices pointed at each other and because we were still using amateurs Yes, we were still using amateurs, but that it was there was another can. point. Trash cans. Huh? What amateurs? Yeah, no, <laughs> Russians. How do you, uh, oh, so, no, no. Uh, how, do you, how does the NHL <laughs> not allow the best hockey players in the world to participate? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, um, like, I understand. COVID, like, it's only this year's because of COVID. They were supposed. That's to. not entirely true. They were supposed to. Okay, well, no, the NHL owners yeah. use that as a scapegoat. They didn't want. Well, the it's a good one. So, anyway, that was their scapegoat. Uh, this year, it was Terrible. a fair excuse, in my opinion. So, uh, we'll move on to probably the best topic uh, we'll have for this one, in my opinion. I think we'll all be able to get into this one a little bit uh, in our last one of the day. The XFL integration to the NFL. Um, yeah. I don't know how much any of you guys have read about it already, or anyone else who's listening to this has heard. So the XFL uh, came to a deal with the NFL the past couple days. I'm assuming that's part of the reason why the Rock Super Bowl for being mm-hmm. not completely so. <laughs> Where the XFL is essentially going to become yeah, finally, uh, it's essentially going to become the test rat, if you will, for the NFL, which is mm-hmm. actually dope. So uh, Andrew, go ahead. So, uh, speaking of that, I've known in the past that they had this um, league called the Spring League that the NFL was using to, like, drafted people who were trying to go to the combine use that as a way to, like, position themselves during the offseason um, to be signed by NFL teams. And a lot of players that were actually signed or drafted who then were cut 
before the season started were sent there um, to the spring league, which is an actual league. And there's like eight teams involved in it. Um, and this was like after the XFL like went under, they started bringing like the spring league in and they started bringing other teams in. Like leads him, and like the spring league has been around, I guess, for a while. Now it's like finally been populated to the point where like they have like enough talent in there, like where NFL teams are recognizing them, like the players on those teams. I wonder if this will take its place. I wonder if this will kind of become one because the whole idea that this is almost becoming the minor league of football, but it's really just turned into off-season football like you're still gonna see really good this isn't whatever the league was a few years ago that died so AAF. quickly what, AFL the AFL, AFL? whatever that was awful it was so, <laughs> a lot of stuff was cool but it was bad and, and honestly it's kind of weird timing because the XFL is gonna go against the uh was it the USFL or whatever it is that yeah. they're one that's literally starting um the so that's gonna be really tonight. weird yeah they, yeah it just started recently so um, it is going to be a little bit weird, but I do think that this is a great way to test out new things, to be mm-hmm. a minor league that still has talented people who didn't get drafted. Like, there's still a lot there, and people would love to watch offseason football. Like, yeah. maybe not as aggressively, but mm-hmm. still. I would be just I, I would be just as aggressive about it. Um, <laughs> You, so, get, honestly, you would find a team that you would like in the future. It wouldn't have to be like something right away. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think the thing I like about this is that it's being used to groom coaches and referees, actually, is what I heard reported today. That too. So not just players, but they're going to try out rules, different things like that. The only thing that this deal is missing is letting the best team in the XFL play the worst yeah. team in the yes. NFL. Yes. It's such a bad idea. No, it's not. It's a logistical yeah. nightmare. I can guarantee no. you adding someone to a new division, changing the schedule, yeah. you know, getting the right spot. It's awful. a complete swap. It's just a complete swap. When the Jets yeah. suck, they go down and we get the other one. They take completely just swap. Oh, it's so Fine. bad. I don't care anything about the logistics. <laughs> If it works in Europe yeah. for soccer, it would work here for football. Like, no, that's the point. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. It's should. It's oh, it's talking about fake football? Okay. Oh. Hey, they oh. will always be far oh. and above. Not, I'm saying I like football better, but they will yeah. always have the bigger brand. So whether you like it or not, the rest of the world will never take on We need to distinguish football versus soccer because we just use football and football. That's just not going to go well. No, that's <laughs> football, <laughs> soccer. Soccer. No, it's football America. and fake football. Hey, no, I work, I work with a guy who's from Brazil. Like, yeah, it's it's like U.S. is the only place. Like, oh yeah, football is like American football. Is yeah, where we're it's world at. Is just... in America. Listen, <laughs> me and Grant actually last night were calling football tackle ball. <laughs> we all know that tank um, is a problem in the sport so of football. I I have a question yes. about the XFL situation that's going on. Um, with this now integration happening, are they going to associate them with? NFL teams so like they could actually end up being like practice roster like teams that they can like bring up I think it's quite possible but it is off-season football so there won't be a whole like it won't be a bring up like there isn't like baseball where it's all in the same season Mm -hmm. but I do agree that it could be for those let's say they're you know the 50 what 56 roster spots there was this year on the NFL team those bottom 20 who may not play that much 
put them out there and let them go be superstars and let them play off-season football so they can actually, like, get better. Like, send them out there. Like, if they can opt in. They don't have to. They can sit on the bench the rest of their lives. Or they can go play in this <laughs> other league. Honestly, I hope the XFL has, like, an eight-game league with, like, an 18 play. I think it's only 18 start but like 18 play like eight games a season it's not a super long thing like the nfl so players still get time off like during the summer but truthfully like let's send those players to go play let them opt in have affiliated teams i don't even care if each division has an affiliated team there's eight divisions there's eight teams send them all to play on those teams and like get better like just like give them a, a, a chance you know where they're able to go they can go get paid paid as much but they paid through offseason football and they can just be better like i think i think it's the only issue that would come up with that is dealing with injury but i mean if i mean i think that's kind of where it makes sense for a player who hasn't played a ton who kind of wants for football because they're not getting a ton of field time that's not as much of a strain on their body when they're playing you know in a full nfl game but i mean i don't know i think there's a lot of there's a lot of potential there for you know a lot of kind of intermixing stuff between the NFL and XFL, which I'm happy they did that because I heard the XFL coming back, and it was an independent thing. I'm like, it's going to be the you know the AAF, the USFL. It's going to fail. Like, like I figured yeah, it might not just because it had the Rock, and if anyone was going to make it succeed, it was going to be the Rock. Which yeah. sounds like he's going to make it succeed. Yeah, he already did. He already Finally, partnered sure. with the NFL. He One already season. partnered. Finally. Like. Yeah. It hasn't even been a season. It's oh, season true. zero. It has finally been... relapsed from that face-off song. Finally. I'm happy for him. <laughs> he finally, say, finally like the rock. <laughs> he redeemed. He redeemed himself. It's about drag. Finally. All right. But... If they won't give us the XFL versus the lowest, but worst team like the Jets or somebody, then they have to give us like the worst team versus the second worst team for the yes for the first pick. pick. Get rid of the freaking Pro Bowl. Nobody cares about it. It's stupid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. Get rid of everything. I don't care about the skills challenge that much. Like, it's better than the Pro no, Bowl. We call it the Trash Bowl. Can we? No, skills challenge is great. And we should call it the Trash Bowl. The Trash, the trash bowl, bowl is the, yeah. is the fight for the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or they'll probably be nicer about it. But no, seriously. I think they shouldn't, I, but yeah. But I think like, playing for the first pick, when you look back at, like, imagine the Browns going through hell in a final game just to draft Baker Mayfield just makes it, makes a first, (laughs) makes the number one pick, you know, bust so much more hilarious, or like, or just imagine Johnny Menzel, imagine they had to play a bowl game at the end of it just to draft Johnny Menzel, are you kidding me? Like, I would, I would quit as a GM if that happened to me. So like, I think, I don't know. I mean, that would be your fault. Yeah. Wait, you bring up Johnny Menzel. Oh, wait a minute. Or even worse, imagine if they traded their first round pick for that year and they still have to play. So you just have to watch your your team play so you can get your first round pick. Wait, that can't happen anymore then. They would have to do the top two teams that have their pick. And then... Yeah. No, I think you should still have to play. I think you should still have to play to get the first pick and just... You don't get it. That's oh all my gosh, imagine having That's to torture so yourself. You uh, still have to play a game for what you don't even have. have. Joe Hart okay. did me to trade the first two picks. Like, Joe Hart, that they took the stuck, and then it was people would lose race. intentionally then, if that was the case. Yeah, there's also, I don't think, anything in recent memory where a team has 
actively traded a one or two overall pick before they got to the draft. So it would well, be, I, I'm thinking it would like be before the end. So like I think people. So let's say like, like you the know, Rams, you have no first for how long? Yeah, yeah, four years. So let's say like the Rams. Yeah, the Rams have like no first round pick. So like their super team didn't work out because super teams can't work out if you have that many big heads. That's possible. So imagine they were the worst team in the league somehow. They just all retired and, in two years. <laughs> yeah, and they and they have to play, and so they have to play the game, and they gave their first round pick. What is it to the Lions, which is the second worst team? So <laughs> all the Lions have to do is win the game, and actually they have just, the first yeah. and second round pick. Yeah. No, so like. Just imagine the the flipping like insane stuff that can happen from it. I hate yeah. that I have to censor myself, but hey, we're here. That'd be Practically. that'd be once in a like, what generation that that would maybe happen. Yeah, it would be it'd be hard. It would be I so worth it. it. It would be. I I'm down for that, but like I just like, never gonna happen. Bottom two yeah, worst teams playing for the first round pick, or just. I, I think honestly, the I love Browns it. and the Jets every year playing for that because that's what we know. <laughs> no, 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 Lions and Jets. All right, right Lions now, and Jets. Lions and Jets. Well, it's the Browns Jaguars or Browns. Or Giants. Oh, 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 Giants. Oh, oh, Giants. Yeah. oh, yeah, Giants. Giants will be there soon. Oh, Giants will be there soon. The Jets. Should, the Giants are so bad they have to play themselves, Daniel clearly, with Daniel Jones as their quarterback. Yeah, true. Not getting into this. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, um, well, any we final close, remarks? Yeah. yeah any final we remarks? should um, quickly, since we're all huge esports fans. Yeah. Who? What? It. Let's quickly say what's our biggest esport. Like, what's our favorite esport? Okay. Uh, Nick, go. Um, Call of Duty. It's been Call of Duty since 2014. Although Halo is pretty dope right now, and I'm a huge optic fan overall. I have a jersey. I have a bunch of shit. Um, I I didn't swear. Um, I have a bunch of stuff there. Uh, so I'm a huge optic fans, so whatever they play, but Call of Duty is the number one. I'll hop in here. Uh, I don't know if Dungeons and Dragons counts as an esport. Now I gotta say honestly, uh, competitive Overwatch is pretty sick because I suck at Overwatch and I played it a couple times. But something about a perfectly well-oiled, you know, competitive, uh, oil, a lubricated uh, team, <laughs> but like with a healer and a tank, like a team that actually like uh, has their positions down, Nutella. is with Nutella. A Nutella sponsored team would be incredible. <laughs> oh, Nutella, sponsor us, sponsor us. I'm gonna get attacked by Twitter in the future. I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> this is how we got canceled off <laughs> our first episode. Hey, we just okay. said Nutella should sponsor us. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Okay. Who's, hey, next? Who's I, next? I would say um, my biggest is um, Rocket League, since a couple of us have played Rocket League. It's always fun just seeing the aerials off the walls, like all the turns in the air. Sets. Yeah. I love watching competitive Halo. I, it is so yeah, much fun to watch. I, that was my childhood. one of my favorite games to play too. So seeing people a million times better than me is amazing to watch. So uh, hey, well, gaming I'm, night, I'm we need a gaming night. Oh, uh, we're definitely gaming. Oh, night. absolutely. Uh, I may or may not be Onyx in the games. Jake, for me, or uh, Andrew? Yeah, for me, um, it's been mostly um, competitive Madden and FIFA. Yeah. Way up on that. It's been very fun competing on FIFA online matches and either getting destroyed by someone really better than me or 
and breaking a couple controllers or um, <laughs> hearing them message me on my Xbox um, app and just getting the messages of all the hell to make that goal. <laughs> Mainly all that. Jake? So I'm gonna open with I don't watch a lot of esports. If I had to pick one, and even though the game is trash, it's got to be competitive Madden just because I love football. But yeah, Madden is trash. We can have an entire segment about that. Yes, that was, <laughs> we will definitely be talking. This may be sports, but we'll be talking sports games. New MLBs coming out. I buy all four every year. They will never watch this, so it's fine if I say that. So uh, I play. I, I buy all four of them every year. Uh, so MLBs coming out, so I'm excited for that. Um, you buy FIFA? Yeah. You have to get FIFA. FIFA I, I know, so I don't get FIFA. I haven't played FIFA since I beat Caleb. Whoa, bro, FIFA this year, um, the graphics are so much better. I'm telling you. Hey, are they doing hey, the World that's Cup been every version? year the last 20. So. Um, so Is that what they say about Madden? <laughs> well, in 2018, they did a um, FIFA World Cup edition. Right. I'm not sure. Again? I'm not sure. But I mean, they should it, if they, they want to be. There's a potential that they might. I really um, hope so, because that was such a fun mode. But the thing is, is that EA doesn't have access to all, like, the international teams in the world. Um, like, South Korea has not been on. Like, they have the South Korean players, but they do not have the South Korean national team. At all. That's things. You know, I just well, realized, I this, is, this, is, guys, this is an eSport we're forgetting. Uh, competitive Club Penguin. <laughs> How do we even not talk about this? Oh, Wait, is that actually Webkins? Oh, you competitive kidding me? Candy Crush? Uh, Yo, so I would so destroy that. Are you kidding me? Um, well, guys, it was uh, it was a fun first time, and I know we all had a good first. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, I um, love Rocket League, by the way. Not. Oh, oh, bet, bet, bet. Oh, yeah. I'm in the, uh, uh, a Rocket League energy fan, by the way. Ooh, um, same, and, same. Yeah, but although I was Cloud Nine first, I'm really more of a squishy. Okay, well, that. yeah, you know, Squishy's a legend, so envy now. But anyways, um, thank you all for watching. Um, even if nobody watches, we had a good time, and that's <laughs> all matters. Uh, the goal is to do this once a week. We're going to see, kind of test it out, feel it out. Um, we're going to figure out posting dates. Um, probably going to be somewhere towards the end of the week. Thank you, Justin. Uh, and uh, we'll be posting it hopefully Real MVP. weekly. Uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. Thank and you uh, if you do watch this, comment down below what kind of topics or things you'd like us to discuss. Subscribe <laughs> if you want to see this going uh, forward. Like the video and uh, have a great rest of your day. Follow us on Twitter, guys. Facebook. Yes. Twitter, uh, Facebook, all Patreon. Uh, all the above. <laughs> and I'll be in the description. Thank you, Justin. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.